Hi, everyone. Welcome to Conversations That Heal. I'm your host, Susan Jacoby. I hope you are enjoying these inspirational interviews, and I hope they're helping you to discover how to make the decision to overcome childhood trauma, develop self-love, and live a life of peace and joy. Your body needs a variety of methods to heal from any trauma. Traditional talk therapy, EMDR, EFT, and many other forms of therapy help us to process our feelings. Your body also needs to release the trauma physically. Dance, walking, exercising are all healthy forms of movement. Energy often gets trapped in our bodies, and using tools to move the energy is very healing. Body work, acupuncture, and Reiki are tools that will help move the energy. Today, our guest, Paula Vale, is talking to us about Reiki and the energy it delivers to support our healing journey. I'm glad we've opened up this conversation on Reiki. I've talked about it a couple times on previous conversations at Hill, and I'm very curious to hear your contributions and experiences with it. Paula, can you explain why you're so passionate about Reiki? With my history of Reiki being a good 10 years now, I basically got into it for love of a pet, and I saw what it did for her. I saw what it did for me, and I became so passionate. Passion has grown for over the years. I've seen the difference it makes for others, for animals. I've gotten to a point in my life when someone asks me, what is Reiki? It's, I, I almost have to say it's beyond words because it is so wonderful and beneficial in just so many ways, so many ways. I absolutely love sharing it with others. I have a dear friend who is also a Reiki master, and she will send me Reiki just energetically. That kind of leads me into my next question. I want to ask you how it actually works and, and helps survivors of childhood trauma or really supports animal, um, a human. But how does the energy work, the body that's receiving the energy? Basically, that energy comes through from source, God, whatever you'd like to call it. It comes through. It enters someone's luminous energy field. It goes into every cell, every muscle, every tissue of the body. This raises our immune system. It releases blockages, toxins. It can break apart disease up to six months before it manifests. I mean, it can do so much physically, but it can also do so much emotionally. What I've, I've seen over the years with offering Reiki, for an example, to someone that has had a traumatic experience, loss of a loved one, going through a challenging time, it's very beneficial for that. It's also very beneficial in helping them release or get over something from the past, something, let's say, a very traumatic childhood, because it can help release that negative that they're holding in. It's pretty much the whole pie. It can cover so many areas. And yes, we can send Reiki long distance, there's no time or distance barrier. I have clients on the other side of the world. It makes a big difference. I have people contact me. Let's say a loved one is having a surgery. 
I can send Reiki to them in the hospital. Studies have shown that people that receive long-distance Reiki before or after a surgery, they are on less pain meds, they heal faster. It just does so much in so many different areas. I just love it, Susan. How would you explain to someone who's receiving it, let's just say for the first time, how they would expect to, to feel? Would it have like an immediate impact? You know, like when you get a massage, they find a sore muscle or something, you'll immediately feel it. Does it work that way with Reiki? For the receiver, they are really just going to become relaxed. They're just going to relax. And the Reiki will go where needed, and it will just fill them up, be this positive energy. And for them, it's just relaxed. There can be twitching, which is that energy moving things. Uh, you can have burping, the tummy growling, things like that. It's just that beautiful energy going through and bringing balance to everything. So basically for the client, it's just feeling relaxed. I've Over the years, I've had people fall asleep during a Reiki session. And when they get up and they go out the door, that Reiki has not stopped. That Reiki will continue working on them for several days. One thing my friend and I were talking about was how old this practice of Reiki is. Some people, researchers, you know, I don't know who they, how you would define who they are, they are saying that Reiki goes back even to biblical times, from the time, you know, when Jesus was, was walking the planet, the earth. Do you know anything about that? Yes, and that is, with research, we have shown that it looks like that is true. There are some that have felt, you know, with Yusui, because he's a few hundred years, that that's what began Reiki. But no, Reiki goes way back. Uh, Yasui, Master Yasui, basically just kind of reopened it up for people, you know, and brought the awareness out there. But yes, it goes way back. And a really wonderful thing and fascinating that I've discovered in my research is when a person has that door opened up into Reiki, when you become a Reiki practitioner, anyone can open that beautiful door. Part of the, it's called attunement, Originally, it was called initiation, but in the West, we call it an attunement. Part of that is a very powerful piece of that is breath. The teacher blows a sacred symbol through the crown chakra with their breath into that student before opening up that door. It's really beautiful and powerful. And Jesus, it is, it is said that Jesus, when he taught the disciples how to heal, he used breath. So there's a lot of similarity there. It's really fascinating. What would you say the difference is between someone who is a Reiki master, you know, like yourself or a level three? I'm sure you're quite the expert at it. Someone who is sending a loved one or a friend or, you know, an animal love and support. Is there, like, what would the difference be between the two levels of, of giving? Actually, there. It's a very similar process. Myself, I see Reiki and in a way a prayer modality. We are asking for that. We're sending that love, sending that energy. But the difference for a Reiki practitioner is with the Reiki, 
you have symbols, you have different vibrations that you've tapped into. And so when sending Reiki as to just love and energy, you're tapping into these higher vibrations, ancient symbols. So you're enhancing. It's a, a new vibration. It increases what is being sent. It's tapping into the, quote, Reiki energy. So that's basically the difference is just a, a bigger volume or broader tool, asset of, you know, assets. It sounds like it's more refined. Yes. And with symbols, we can actually be a little more focused. For example, we can focus more on physical. We can focus on emotional. We can focus on past or future or the situation. We can surround a whole area. Let's say there's a disaster and we want to send Reiki to that. We can send Reiki to that area and just anyone involved, anyone there, we can send that that beautiful positive energy. That's fascinating. I'm wondering how many of the people you work with as clients turn around and become practitioners themselves? Quite a few. I would say... Gosh, it's close to 50%. It's quite a few. And I've had clients come to me that are going through a, a medical illness, things like that, and I have gifted them Reiki training, the one or two level, so that they can give themselves Reiki on a regular basis. And the results and what I see and hear from them is just absolutely spectacular. So quite a few of the clients, there's some that just say, oh, I'm good with just coming to see you on a regular basis. And then there's some that, oh, my gosh, I want to be able to do this. And then they learn it, and, oh, my gosh, it, it opens up a whole new world for them because they not only raise to that higher vibration, they can offer it to family, friends. So it, it's really fun. And whichever way a, a person wants to work it, it works out great. That's really cool because, you know, especially with people who have uh, childhood trauma, tend to feel helpless or, dare I say, useless, unworthy. And, I mean, this could be a really good a new perspective that, uh, in a way that they can give back if, if they chose. Exactly, exactly. And I've had examples like that. Uh, in with clients and students, and it's been beautiful to see. And I'm going to touch on manifestation as well. I have worked with clients and students that may be in a situation, they lost their job, I can't seem to find a job, I, you know, I'm fearful, it's frightened, it's very scared of my situation. Let's give that situation Reiki, let's open the door, let's just say yes to a more perfect job, amazing openings. I've had students quit a job that they didn't care for, a little nervous about it, but no, we're going to be positive. We're going to put Reiki in that situation. We're just going to say yes and open up. And oh my gosh, they have new things happening, new career paths that they had never even dreamed possible. So it is really great along that line as well as well as people finding relationships that they're happy with. 
just because the, the whole energy changes and the mindset changes. Because fear and doubt holds us down, trust, love, compassion raises us higher, and it brings us more of that type of energy. That's wonderful. That could heal a lot of relationships, not just yeah. between a significant other, but world relationships, country relationships. I want to give you a chance to talk about your radio shows before we wrap up. Um, the Why Am I So Happy and Paula V and Friends. Can you just give us an overall of what the listeners could expect um, on those shows and, and what they're about? Yes, yes. And I will say right off the bat, you can go to wellnessinspired.com and learn about my shows. Both my radio shows are worldwide. My Voice America show, For the Love of Reiki, I've been doing for two and a half years, and it's on the Health and Wellness channel. Uh, it's in the top three shows, and it talks about Reiki, but many other things as well, like I've had acupuncturists, nutritionists, self-empowerment experts. And then my other show, Why Am I So Happy on BBS Radio, I interview even a broader spectrum of guests, just amazing people from Hollywood movie stars and directors to teachers from India, England, around the world. I will let everyone know, though, that I am going to discontinue my Voice America show because I've been asked to host a TV show on WBTVN. It's a women's network I'm very excited. The name of the show is going to be Choices, Finding Your Joy with Paula V. So they will be able to look into that on my website. It reaches 11.5 million viewers. So I'm very excited. So you are going to see that transition, but you will be able to listen to past Voice America shows. And I'm going to be featured again in the Women of Distinction magazine in New York. I'm going to be on the front cover this time. Before we wrap up, can you share with the listeners about your ebook? And um, again, Paula's website is wellnessinspired.com. Yes, I am in the process of writing an ebook called Why Am I So Happy? I expect that to be available in January. And also on my website, you can download a free chakra balancing meditation that I wrote a couple of years ago. That's very impressive how you're sharing your strength and your wisdom and, and gifts to the world. Thank you very much for being on Conversations That Heal. I mean, and again, Paula's website is wellnessinspired.com. I'm just so honored to be a guest on your show today, Susan. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Please contact me at Susan at ConversationsThatHeal.com if I can support you on your healing journey. Leave a comment on Blog Talk or iTunes to support Conversations That Heal and reaching listeners in search of living a life of peace and joy. Remember that you are a lovable and capable human being. Thank you for listening to Conversations That Heal.